What up, what up, what up, San Antonio, El Paso, Abilene, Lubbock, people up in Tyler, people up in the Shaw City, people down the whole 305 South Florida region. You're tuned in here to the Wednesday edition of the Sports Grind. Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark producing and spitting the one and twos. 877-374-7463 is your number to participate. We are broadcasting here from the Hazel Sky Online Studios. And today's show is being presented by Dosekis. Get a dose. 877-374-7463. If you know what you want to talk about, like always, it is open phone lines. Feel free to give us a call. Anything that was discussed on yesterday's show that you didn't have an opportunity to call, uh, you can parlay that over to today. And anything that we're discussing on the docket today that you want to weigh in and give your opinion on, feel free to do that. We just ask you to be patient during the segments and during the long breaks, and we'll get to the phone calls accordingly. Also, if you need to reach out to me on Twitter or send me a message or follow me you can do it at sports grind and also if you want to stream the show live you can always go to the business facebook page of sports grind entertainment or you can go to my personal page as well too you can leave comments uh in real time i'll respond to them if i see them if not i'll respond to them later and also keep in mind if you are in a market that is not carrying the show terrestrial all right or you're traveling keep in mind you can always go to sportsgrindonline.com where you can click the play button and listen to us live or you can also what you can do as well if you ever miss any of the shows live you can always go to sportsgrindonline.com as well and you can download the podcast seven days a week 365 877-37-GRIND what's up Mr. Clark ready rock and roll all right man so let's get into it uh it is Wednesday hump day all right, definitely a hump day for me, but uh, we'll get to that maybe what later. What do you mean by that? Yeah, it's a hump day for me. Well, I, yeah, maybe that didn't sound too good coming over the way, but no, just one of those weeks that's a uh, stressful week, but I'll get to that maybe sometime later or the uh, next day. But we're here. We've got a lot to get to. Of course, you know, we still got residue fallout from uh, tag deadline day. Uh, yesterday that was happening in real time while we were on air, which we'll circle back to that because I still want to talk about a little bit. Uh, we had to spend too much time on it, but the Lamar Jackson situation, now that we've got more reports and who's interested, who's not, so there's some interesting things coming out of there with that. Uh, and also a little bit of trade rumors that's out there and free agent rumors as well also. So you've got NFL that continues to roll on. Also, um, We've got conference tournaments is officially, I mean, by tomorrow, all the big power, everybody will be officially up in their conference tournament starting uh, today, really tomorrow. You got some of the other schools, smaller schools that started um, last night and earlier this week, even some of them this past weekend. Uh, but that's continued. We've got day action as we speak right now. Um, also, last night, Gonzaga again wins another conference championship and the thing about that um with saint mary's you know like they'll play them close um you know during the regular season they play twice they'll play them close here but then usually every time they get to the finals in this conference tournament gonzaga just blows them out of the water you know and keep in mind this is one of these teams at the start 
you know, people really down on a little bit with Gonzaga. It wasn't like last year's team and the year before it was like, oh, this team is the final. But as they go on, you start asking, you start seeing the pundits that cover college, like, well, who's your dark horse? Who maybe could be? Oh, Gonzaga. Again, I, I got a lot of respect for the program and the head coach, but I've got to go ahead and see it. Uh, you're talking about cutting down the nets, them to get over the hump. Me personally, I don't think this is the team to do it. Uh, that he, you know, he has. I think they will make a decent showing, uh, but I don't know if they really have it to go all the way. And some of their guys, I swear, I'll be looking like, man, he's had to be there for like seven years. Some of them guys feel like I, I don't know if it's because other programs you're used to seeing guys one and done or two, but sometimes the, the guys in Gonzaga that stay four years, but I got two years of eligibility left before I have to go sell insurance. Let me just stick here in Gonzaga. But they dominated St. Mary's last night, so you have that going on. Also. You know, and we'll get more into this, I guess, basically when we get uh, the score in here, our Lubbock family. Uh, but Chris Beard is in the news. I know Casey Robb tagged us in a tweet, and I was looking at it earlier. Um, you know, there's reports out in regards to his job status for next year. There is a university in Ole Miss that could be interested. That's a report that is kind of the front runner, which I, even before this report came out this morning, I wanted to talk about kind of this in a – contents of you know is he gonna get a is he gonna be coach and I know we touched on a little bit like hey he could be going back to Lubbock and I thought like I don't know how that's possible but anything's possible in these days but I want to kind of circle back to that but we'll wait till the score gets in um you know because I do have some things that I want to say about those reports in regards to him possibly being linked to the Ole Miss job so you have college basketball continue to roll on college football I didn't get a chance to get through this yesterday but Nick Saban because now you're hearing more response to it. But he's been normally this time of year, it's his time to get off his chest whatever he feels that's wrong with college football, whether that's coming off a national title or it's not. And this is one of those that he has taken time to really – I mean, he was on a podcast. I think he was Stephen A. Smith's podcast. He was talking to him. Um, but he was talking about the NIL and really what the problem that he has with it, which we'll circle back to that as well too. NBA. Um, NBA continues to roll on. Uh, you saw the New York Knicks winning streak snap last night by the time to the hands of the lonely Hornets. All right. Um, you know, I think yesterday when I saw that game, it, it was kind of fatigue on the Knicks part. You know, it's it's nothing to be alarmed about. And, you know, Tib, you know, and I heard this earlier. I forgot where I heard it from, but it's amazing. You know, Randall, he's played every game this season. Well, that would put Julius hit, hit. and um, Anthony Edwards in the same category. Yeah, he's played every game, no load management for him. But if you look at Coach Tibbs, I mean, this is the problem he kind of had in Chicago and his short stint in Minnesota. I mean, he is an old-school guy, Pat Riley-type, three-hour practices, which you can't do that anymore because you don't even practice that much in the NBA. But the thing is with Tibbs, you always want to pay attention to his teams like in his third year there in this fourth year because he can wear guys thin man i mean he's you know it's a grind playing for him and and to me you know they play hard for him but then you also have to wonder you know that is your best player arguably i mean you talk about either him or barrett but i mean randall is a guy that's been playing pretty good this year really the last couple of years so you can say that's their best player you know do you want to kind of monitor those minutes a little bit 
you know, because they play hard. I mean, with Tibbs, you got to play defense. I mean, I told you, New York's been in some games. It's been 125, 120, 130. But I told you, in this day and age in NBA, if you really want to pay attention to the teams that play defense, pay attention to the fourth quarter in a game that's like six points or less the last two or three minutes, the teams that can really lock down if they have to. So for the most part, everybody in the NBA is playing defense at a, at a pick and choose. And some people are not even playing it, period. Okay, those are your 150s, the constantly teams that are 140, 135. It'll go through cycles. It's going to catch up with everybody because I guarantee you, whoever's going to win the Larry O'Brien trophy this year, they're going to have to play some defense in the finals to get it done. It's almost, I'm starting to think defense is going to, in the NBA is going to become like the running back in the NFL. We crap on them. Hey, Derek, we're going to shop you around, okay? Yeah, I know you're King Angry, but we love you. All right, we'll give you free passes to Graceland. Deuce. We look at, oh, well, Zeke, sorry, we're going to holler. Sorry, Zeke. We we pretty much dog running backs, but then come December, January, February, you need them. I mean, I mean, the goal to get a Super Bowl at some point, you're going to have to run the ball. So it's just weird how that's – that's why I'm saying defense is optional in the 82-game season. It's gotten worse this year because people just don't care. But at the end of the day, whoever's going to win in June is going to lock up at some point in time. So you have that going on. Also, I just totally missed the docket yesterday, but I know I talked about this probably back in October when they announced it, in November when the season started. But Pau Gasol last night – um, got his jersey retired um, as a Laker, put up in the Raptors. And I said it then, and even after seeing the speech and the emotional getting teared, you know, bringing up Kobe, I'm going to say it again. Um, Pau Casal should not be getting his jersey retired up at the Lakers. Okay. Um, to me, in my opinion, this retirement of his jersey has a lot to do with his humanitarian work, probably in LA. His relationship with Kobe and Vanessa and what he's done to his kids. I mean, he's almost their godfather, you know, um, Powell. And this is really Jenny and Plinky. Like, hey, man, he's good. I'll go back to this. When you were in probably elementary school, when you first learned to stay in the lines when you color, the next assignment that you pretty much had is like, hey, we're going to test your young memory. See if you been drinking your milk and juice and eating vitamins. Here's a picture, okay, of fruit. Tell us what doesn't belong in this picture. So you would have like an orange, a banana, grapes, and then you have a tennis shoe. And as a kid, you would circle, that doesn't belong there. You'd have a picture of, um, I don't know, different things. What doesn't belong here? If you look up in the Raptors, of LA now and you see and we're just talking about the big man I'm not talking about just everybody else James we're just let's take the big man Shaq Kareem Will Powell if you had that assignment right there and you did it to a third grader right now and you say circle what doesn't really belong in this picture it'd be 16 number 16 Man, this is, and if I have no dog in this race, everybody knows there's only two franchises in professional sports I've ever really had hate for. Hate for uh, that's the Dallas Cowboys and that's the Los Angeles Lakers. Those are the only two. Okay, now that's changed over the years of doing this because you become more of not so much a fan and just more of just trying to give a good take and professional take every day. But the reality of it is, there's still that resentment there for those franchises. Okay, but with that said. 
there has to be Laker fans some out there that basically agree with me. First of all, it was one of the biggest heists and the biggest homeboy hookup trades in NBA history. In the 20-plus years that Coach Popovich has roamed the sidelines of the San Antonio Spurs, he's only spoken about one trade that had nothing to do with his team once in his career. Do you know what trade that was? That was the trade that sent Pal Casal while Jerry West was at Memphis and gave him away for basically, um, you know, a number four at a, at a menu, pretty much a bag of chips. And when Pop came out and said, well, they just changed the landscape of the world. You've never heard Pop complain, make excuses, never spoke on anything. So, first of all, it's a, it's a, it's a homeboy hookup trade. All right. He did win two rings. First of all, he didn't even play in the Laker uniform that damn long. Why are we putting him up in the Raptors? Why are we retiring his jersey as a big man? And if we just go outside the big man, <laughs> Jerry West, James Worthy, Byron Scott. I can't even remember who else, what other jerseys is up there. And you're going to put Pau Gasol. I, I challenge me. Am, am I wrong with it? Am I being too harsh? I mean, you mean to tell me that when you talk about Wilt Chamberlain, Shaq, and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and you put Powell Gasol up there, was he an MVP of any of those finals? No, I don't think so. Now, he contributed. I mean, Kobe had to threaten to fight his ass every day so he could toughen up. But why in the hell? That's the, but you know what? That's the society we're in. Everybody needs to get a trophy. When I was coming up in sports, it was pretty much first, second, and maybe you had some tournaments that give a third place honorable mention, but it wasn't a trophy. You get like a certificate and some soccer balls. Now they've got trophies for first through fifth. Come on, man. Come on, America. That's humanitarian work. That's why he's up there. Well, I see you ain't got no pushback with me on this, so you must have to understand somewhat where I'm coming from. And nobody's talking about, like, I remember, and I forgot yesterday was the day, but I remember when they announced that they were going to retire Powell Gonzalez's jersey this year. I came in here and said, that's, to me, that's, what are we doing? What are we doing? Taking a stroll down memory lane, I, th I think that's really more or less what it was. And maybe at the time they slated and scheduled for this, and you knew the state of the Lakers coming into the season, so maybe it was, uh, this could be really bad by the time we get to February. Genie's not going to spend any more money. Let's, let's put Powell's 16 in the, in the rafters. They had enough time to print everybody a 16 in attendance. So you're saying this could be something that basically we're out of it. We probably, this is something like a get people to come to a, the arena type. That's the angle you're taking. If, you, if you're setting your promotion schedule mm -hmm. before the year, and then you say, okay, well, who, who do we give the honor to? And it's like, okay, well, you know, Powell was in the aura of Kobe. He definitely contributed and if uh, I'm to in, the championship. And if I'm in that meeting and we're having these discussions and this is like along the lines of what you're talking about, about saying, hey, we need to do something. Let's do something to honor or to get people to buy tickets or get them to come in in case we're down in the dumps or whatever. If I was in that meeting and say, hey, have we ever tried? They've tried it everywhere else. They've tried it in Sacramento. Have we ever tried to bring your pet to the game night? Maybe we do a bobblehead. Do anything besides basically putting Powell Gasol in the rafters of the jersey. Now, look, LeBron James is always going to be a calf. 
People want to put that Miami. Then he's he's a Cleveland Cav, and I think and I, even if he didn't deliver that championship to Cleveland, I was always going to say that because of the story coming from Akron. Well, now the fact that he went back and delivered a championship. Let's say, for instance, when he gets done, they want to put LeBron's jersey up there in the Lakers. Okay. Okay. Even if it was a ballroom trophy in the in the ball hotel room, the the championship in in COVID year. Hey, he passed. He passed Kareem in our uniform. You can justify that. Pau Gasol is like having a pitcher, okay, of ice cream. Tell us what doesn't belong in this pitcher, and it's a bunch of ice cream. Your ice cream float, a Sunday, you know, a sugar cone, and then all of a sudden down there at the bottom is Brussels sprouts or broccoli. Give that assignment to a a third grader and they will circle number 16, even they would know, does not belong in here with 34. Okay. What was Wilt's number? 13. Kareem, 33. 16. I would have put Powell's ass like he would have had a separate one like outside. They got all the banners. He should have been like on the other side of the crypto center. Like, hey, Powell, no, shine the light over there. We just put you over there. What the hell are we doing, man? Come on. 877-374-7464. 877-374-7463. You listen to the Sports Grind. Today's show is being presented by Dosecki's Get a Dose. We are broadcasting here from the Hazel Sky Online Studios. Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark producing and spinning the one and twos. We'll be back. Are you ready for a real cocktail? Then crack open a great tasting Zing Zang ready to drink cocktail, like our Bloody Mary with vodka in a can. It's full strength with 9% alcohol and America's number one Bloody Mary mix. Or try our mango margarita crafted with silver tequila and real mango puree. Unlike those hard seltzers, each can is made with premium spirits and real ingredients, just like a bartender made it for you. Zing Zang, always bold, always ready. Go to zingzang.com to find where to buy. Please Zing Zang responsibly. Official sponsor of the Sports Grind. For more than a century, the Pendleton Roundup has defined what it means to be a cowboy. It also gave life to something equally renowned, Pendleton Whiskey, capturing that unique spirit in every bottle and honoring the enduring legacy of the American West. Pendleton Whiskey is made with the finest northern grains and cut with Mount Hood Glacier water, a whiskey that celebrates the cowboy in all of us. That's Pendleton Whiskey. That's true Western tradition. Pendleton is the official whiskey of the PBR Tour. Pendleton Distillers, Lawrenceburg, Indiana. Please drink responsibly. Pendleton Whiskey, official sponsor of the sports grind. Are you moving around the greater San Antonio area? Choose the storage experts. Tiger Moving and Storage. Whether you're moving an office or the whole family, Tiger Moving and Storage offers container drop-off and delivery with efficient, prompt, and cost-effective service. To learn more and to secure your portable storage container today, go to choosetiger.com. Tiger Moving and Storage, official sponsor of the sports grind. You like to be my sunshine. We touch my game, we gon' turn this to ice on my neck, cost me ten times three. 
All right, back here on the sports grind. Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark producing, spinning the one and twos. 877 374 is your number to participate. We are broadcasting here from the Hazel Sky Online Studios. And today's show is being presented by Dosecchi's Get a Dose. And this next segment is going to be sponsored by, all right, Specs. If you're looking to check out what's the latest new products coming for this spring, or you already know what you want and you just want to deliver it straight to your home, you can always go to specsonline.com because the fun starts here. That is Specs, official sponsor of the Sports Grind and official partner of your Dallas Cowboys. All right, 877-374-7463. All right, we got some interaction coming in early here before we go jump into the uh, football situation, which I'll use that for Carl's um you know, question. But before that, let's get to Joshua and Medina checking in. All right. Funky Cole Medina coming in with this funky post. Powell was the best big man in the league for a few years with the Lakers, but the Brussels sprouts line laughing emoji. Look, Josh. Okay. Joshua. That was Gary Busey's guy's name on Lethal Weapon 1. I think it was Joshua. Yeah. So every time I see me down, I think of Joshua. It's not enough power power. You're done. Rig's dead. Anyway, they coming out with another one, by the way. Did y'all know that? They find, I don't know when the date's on it, but I'm like, damn, dude, Danny Glover. Like, I don't know how old these guys are now, but I know Danny Glover, he screwed this up like about 18 years ago because he, he, he turned down like, I think it was like 30 million, 25, 30. I guess he just didn't want to do it. So fine, you come like 10 years, 15 years later when y'all are both old. Probably gonna need stunt doubles for both of y'all for most of this stuff, but I'll be there though. I'll be there. That's one of that's the that's one of the I can count probably on three fingers how many trilogies or sequel movies that I that I one through whatever that I've stuck with it. Because usually, even if I like it, I'm done after the first one if it gets crazy. That and Star Wars, if you counted the original ones, not this Disney. I bought it for a billion dollars from George Lucas stuff they're doing. I'm talking about the original, the original three. And at least the weapon one, two, three, and four. But anyway, back to the point at hand, Josh. Okay, you know what? First of all, when you say a few years, you stretching it a little bit. Like I'll give you the, the like that's those couple years with the Lakers, like those championship he played at a high level. I'll give you that. But so you're telling me a couple years of being one of the best big men in the league. You tell me that gets your jersey retired in purple and gold. No. No. There's legendary. Those other big men that I talk about, legendary stuff with Shaq. Three-peat. Really bringing the Lakers back with Phil from the 80s. Showtime. Bringing it back to the new millennium. Three-peat. Okay? Diesel, Shaq. Traded from Orlando to L.A. Big things. Put him in the Raptors. Okay? Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. All-time, was the all-time leading scorer. Skyhook, three titles just with the purple and gold. I think they had three with them, okay? Wilt Chamberlain, okay? 100-point game, Lakers. You know, he didn't – Chamberlain didn't win a uh, title with the Lakers. I don't think he did. I don't think. Somebody can correct me on that. And also, I mean, just Wilt's record off the court – with the ladies should get him in the Raptors long enough. That's that's a record that still ain't been broke, won't be broken. And whoever claims they did that, they cap, they lying. The capping, as the youngsters say. P- 
Powell consult. So, so Josh, according to Joshua, and I like Joshua Medina, but according to Joshua, if you're if you're one of the best big man, not the, but Josh is saying one of for a few years, that gets you retired with purple and gold jerseys, a big man. Stop it, man. Stop. Stop. And and not only that, like I told Jonas earlier, Laker family, Pal Gasol was the whipping boy during that time. Because everybody knew, Laker Purple Gold Nation knew that Kobe was riding his ass, was saying he was soft, tapping, pumping in the chest, like, come on, getting them going. And then everybody would pile on Pal for being too soft. Do y'all remember that series between the Boston Celtics when they just really crushed the building on L.A.? On the first go-around when their squad was healthy, what were we saying about Powell? He's soft. Kendrick Perkins. Punking him. Everybody else. But I, and then I'm not saying that Powell's trash. He's not. At that stretch that Josh is talking about, yes, that's why Pop was so pissed about that trade and how, how it was just pretty much not even policed right, you know? But Chris Paul to the Lakers, oh, David Stern, oh, we can't have that. No. Nick's the trade. Come on, man. Come on. Is this what we're doing? I mean, we can't diminish. You know, I've been fighting this fight about are we getting close to diminishing the Hall of Fame by who we're electing in the last few. I, I've been kind of pushing back. I've been trying to fight that fight like, no, we're not. But then you look at a certain things like, well, are we getting to the point where we're going to be diminishing the jerseys that we were? And this is not we're not talking about Powell getting his jersey retired in Memphis or Sacramento. Or Indiana. We're talking about the Los Angeles Lakers that is tied with the Boston Celtics for the most championships in NBA history. We're talking about that organization. And we're putting them up there with names I just told you. You have a harder time to defend in this than really criticizing, in my opinion, no matter who you are. But moving on. 877-374-7463. Also, we, had, uh, we got Twitter checking in uh, with us. Uh, who was, who's, who's got us? Uh, Michael Esparza. Yeah, Esparza had a good one. What did what did Esparza say? Uh, he said talking about homeboy hookups uh, with Pops, coaching tree, and ex Spurs front office people. How have the Spurs never quote won a trade? If anything, they've consistently lost trades. The in Pop we trust people will never bring that up. Um, At hey Esparza, good tweet. I mean, I don't know. I can't answer that. I mean, that's a good question. Um, you would think as much jobs and many jobs that Pop got people. We ain't talking coaches. We're talking about front office jobs. And a lot of that has to do with RC. RC gets left out in all this, man. That's why I've got a champion for my guy. One of the best GMs to ever do it. I mean, Pop, and he's never complained about pretty much getting, getting you know, credit. But down here, it's all oh, Pop we trust. Pop we trust. Pop we trust. No one ever talks about the guy in the kitchen. That I believe that was working side by side with Pop with some of them gyms, Tony, 20-something, Manu. RC just get looked over, you know? But that's a good question, though, as far as, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I still think, and to be honest with you, only time will tell. And I've always said this. I just think that when you talk about, and you got to look at it, too, as far as, I mean, how many times have the Spurs, other than what we saw with Kawhi Leonard and maybe here and there, I mean, how many times have they really been in part of any type of trades anyway? Like, that meaningful trades, so that's another factor, but I kind of see him working. I mean, I don't know why we ever got the hookup on anything. And another has to do with just players. Again, I just believe that everybody in the league, love, current and past, loves Pop. If you want to think about it, the Spurs are getting a national media pass because of Coach Pop. 
It ain't just, you know, I, I stay hard on the locals down in this region. It ain't just the locals. I mean, it's always them. They're to a nauseam. But it's not even the locals, man. The na Nobody is saying anything about how bad. Even if, even if everybody knew the situation, I feel like if you pay attention to them and you're talking about 140-50 by the Houston Rockets, the other team that's in the Wimby sweepstakes, they would be getting killed for tanking. No one's saying anything. You know why? Because of that guy. And I'm, it's not saying I got a problem with it. I'm just calling it real. I mean, that's how much equity this dude has built up across the league that nobody is criticized. No, and no one's even asking the question like, hey, man, you think it's time? Should he be? Should he be on the hot seat? Nobody is even having those questions. You might get it here from 2 five. And I told you out of respect, I'll never come on these airwaves or any airwaves, no matter what markets I'm in, and say Pop needs to be fired because of what he's done to the city. But just think about that. So Michael Esparza, I don't know, but I will say this. Everybody loves him. They hug on him. But a lot of those guys, past and present, they can't pay for him 82 games. They can't put up with him for 82 games, man. Olympics for the summer? Yeah. Olympic practice? Yeah. 82? Nah, Tim, you can tell us how it was. We'll take your word for it. Nah, Dave, you good. All right? We'll see. And and to me, I think as Spur fans, before we move on to football – you you it's gonna be weird trust me that day that comes when that's it and you look down there whether they got 10 wins on the season or 50 the day it comes that he's not on that sideline it even for somebody that's been critical or whatever you want to call me it's gonna look it's gonna be weird but i think at the spur fan you should be excited because you know what maybe we'll get the answers to some of this i mean when all of a sudden depending on the coach oh well hey man spurs got this free agent they got this i don't know we're gonna find out but we won't find out anything Anytime soon until this guy decides to go. And I'll tell you one thing. That ping pong drop ball drops at one. You swear he went to the, the, in the movie Cocoon. The, I mean, whatever that was. When they went to the old people, found that fountain of youth, that little thing that would make him feel like real young, old movie. I think it was Cocoon. I think it was. That number one ball drops and gets Wimby. 48 hours later, you'll be seeing an extension come down. The Pop signs of five years. And it's... I'm being dead serious, too. Well, you know, I was going to go in return, but you know what? Hey, let me just get the guy ready. Let me just get him going to pass it off to the next one. Becky would be on a three-peat by then, you know? 877-374-7463. All right, nice segue. Let's jump into And before I, I go, my man um, Stan checked in with me. He texted me. He clarified me. He said, look. He said, he's a big Wilt fan. He said, Wilt did win one with the Lakers and one with the 76ers. So he did win one with the Lakers. There you go. One with the Lakers. 10,000 plus women allegedly off the court. And a 100-point game. Raptors. Skyhook. All-time leading scorer. Three champions. Raptors. Shaq. Come on. Pow. It even looked awkward last night. I mean, it just, it like, I mean, that even looked like, okay, all right. There was another hookup involving Powell. And again, I, and again, this has, I, I'm not, I don't want to come across as I think this guy's trash. He's not. Okay. He's a champion. He's a two time champion. And there is some credit to what Josh was saying. Yes. For a few years, Powell was probably not, if not the best, or maybe the second best big man at the time. His footwork or whatever. But I'm sorry, nice two year run, three doesn't shouldn't get you retired with that organization. Just my opinion. But we're in different times now, man. Everybody's got to feel good, and everybody's got to get a trophy. If I counted right, he was there about six and a half seasons. 
He was with the Lakers for six and a half seasons. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, only about two, two and a half of those were Peaches and Cream was with champs. Them other three, four down the stretch, it was bad. It was bad. And then he went somewhere. And then when was it when he landed in here, the 2-1-0? How, how long ago in his career was he by the time that San Antonio got him? Because that was, that, that was an experience. I remember that. I'm like, wow. Like, no, it was about eight years too late for us on that one. 877-37-GRIND. All right, so let's back up a little bit and transition into the NFL. Um, As we know, like I said, yesterday we came across the tag deadline was coming in real time as we were doing the show. Um, Definitely want to talk and start by the biggest name that was kind of hijacked everything yesterday, which even though everybody was anticipating what kind of tag was going to be, was Lamar Jackson. Um, And Carl, this is a nice segue because we had it on the docket, but I didn't think about this angle. Uh, But Carl is checking in with us on Facebook Live, and he says, do you think there is a collusion with Lamar in order to avoid another Watson contract? Um, uh, Go ahead. And and really quick, I want to clarify this question. So so are we talking about collusion amongst owners with Lamar? So not with Lamar, but regarding Lamar, right? Because Lamar's so, not a part of any collusion. No, he, owners, he's talking. Yes, he's talking. talking okay. Yes, Carl, just to clarify, what Carl is trying to say, is there a collusion amongst the owners to not want to this contract situation with Lamar? And the reason why Carl is asking that is because this is what we're going to get into on the docket is because there's a report surfacing out there that allegedly there's not hardly any teams that are interested in Lamar. Now, think about that. Now, do you really believe that? I mean, I understand you might have feel a certain way about Lamar where you think, hey, he's not as accurate. I don't know. He gets hurt. He's going to lose his, you know, uses his legs. He's not going to play that long. He's not going to have a long career. Whatever you want to say, whatever you feel about Lamar. But ask yourself, do you really believe that no teams out of 31 other teams are really interested in Lamar Jackson? No, I don't believe that. I mean, because the truth of the matter is, is that what I do think is, again, we talk about the NFL being a copycat league, okay? And that means they copy everything and they pay attention to everything. They should. And I think what you have learned, I think what we have learned in the years past, and I think what other GMs have learned, is that you have a situation where you've got to really handle it with gloves. And the day of information and things leaking out, you have to really be careful and really go incognito if you're basically pursuing him because you because a lot of these teams that are pursuing him or what you would think be obvious, they've got young guys already there. Guys that are supposed to get started. Ritter and Atlanta. These other so you gotta be like, nah, man, we don't want him. But at the end of the day, you're basically talking about it because if you don't get him, you don't want to have to deal with those problems and trying to mend relationships and deal and build somebody's confidence back up. So, no, I don't believe there's nobody that's interested in him. But you know what? What Carl is trying to say, I can't say there's no way to that, too, because you're talking about a situation where owners could be like, look, and, and I do believe this happens. I just think the way they, they're smart about how they, you know, commute this situation because they know, like, hey, man, you know, John got popping these damn emails, man. No more emails. You know, they probably, whatever they got to do to communicate, probably say, we talk about this one time when we show up in Lucas. And if you're not there, then you're not getting a vote. We'll send you, you'll just know. We'll send you a bat signal. Yes, I think that's possible because we're talking big time money and we're talking about something that is supposed to be happening in the CBA agreement. And, you know, 
Cleveland and Haslam just said, man, screw it, man. When's the CBR? It's another four years. Screw it, man. Let's just do it. Is there any rules to it? No, we can't. You got an escrow? Yeah, let's do it. And boom, there you Raiders used to be the team that would do this. They would be the organization that did it. They did it with Osamoah, that cornerback that changed the whole cornerback market where they overpaid for his ass. I mean, the Raiders are notorious for this. But Haslam said, hey, Davis family, hold my beer. Okay? Hold my beer. Look. There, I, I don't. There is. I'm not going to say there's no way what Carl's saying, but at the same time, I do believe that you can't tell me there's no teams that's interested in him. And what I'm hearing, there's two things because we had. I forgot who it was yesterday had basically had had suggested like, hey, if if I'm Washington, if I'm Snyder, I mean, you like the way it makes football sense to you. You've been on record saying that. And then we had a, a Facebook person put on live last. Forgot who it was, but said, hey, you know what? You know, Snyder should just go ahead and just screw the NFL more time and just give Deshaun. I mean, give Lamar Jackson 250 guaranteed and it's funny it was scott was it scott okay well it's funny because i heard that uh, there was a report or some writer this morning that said the reason why washington can't do it even if they wanted to because snyder doesn't even have that money to put it in escrow to give it to him so there you go scott nice idea it would be a big you know what to the league but they couldn't even, even if it was for football reasons they wanted them they can't do it because because uh, for one the team's in the middle of the cell but two snyder evidently is in some financial problems in regard that you ain't got about 200 million or 150 that you need because that's the deal when you give guaranteed money those owners have to go put that in the escrow it ain't no layaway payments okay like hey man let's just put it on layaway i can put something on it just yeah hey just come on and play with it no man you got to go ahead and put that thing in escrow and i do believe snyder right now is kind of hemmed up and he can't do that right now okay especially with the eyeballs on him Cause he got them alphabet, he got them alphabet boys watching him. Okay, he goes keep take you out up another night. private loan behind the board's back. Let me tell you something. What's going on with Washington? What's at stake with this? Daniel Snyder break wind in his own house, and the other board members gonna know that he passed gas. He can't go out do anything financially, man. They are watching him. He's in D.C. The alphabet boys are watching him down there in the district. Okay. You know, I mean, come on. They'd be like, hey, man, you know, we broke the code on the legal documents at former president's house. We'll get your ass. Don't touch nothing. <laughs> we want our team back. We want to be winning and we can't. We're going to get you out any kind of way. He can't put that money in escrow, man. You know. 877-374-7463. You listen to the Sports Grind. Today's show is being presented by Dos Equis. We are broadcasting here from the Hazel Sky Online Studios. Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark, producing, spinning the one and twos. We'll be back. When life sounds too much like this... It's time to consider more of this. Sometimes a little shift is all you need. A dose of perspective. Dos Equis Lager. Get a dose. Enjoy Dos Equis responsibly. Copyright 2021. Imported by Cervezas Mexicanas, White Plains, New York. 
Whether you're looking for a date night at the Dominion or a light meal while shopping on the weekend, stop by Thai Lao Orchid at the Dominion. Just five minutes north of the shopping center, Thai Lao Orchid's Vietnamese options are great for dinner or lunch, serving up staples from curry and noodles to the house special nam and seafood lovers steamed clay pot. They're open weeknights from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. and noon till 9 on Saturdays and noon to 8 on Sundays. That's Thai Lao Orchid at the Dominion, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. Just because the sun is setting earlier doesn't mean the fun stops sooner. Now is the perfect time to get to Specs and stock up on after-summer savings with fresh new releases in every category. Specs has Texas' largest selection of lower-priced wines, craft cocktail ingredients, and beers that'll have you raising a glass to every sunset. The biggest savings of the season are at Specs. The fun starts here.